Hey friends, welcome to Inner Circle Time. I'm Topsy Akinseko, the founder of Balanced Living Women's Conference, the co-pastor of an awesome congregation of champions. I am a lover of Jesus. If you're trying to make sense of the Word of God and how it can work in your life to get results, you're in the right place. Five reasons why you don't have a dating life. I fought hard and strong for a long time, thinking 20 reasons why I should not do this episode on dating. But then I thought it might help someone out there because I've been there. I've been there. I've been there sitting on that bench thinking, when is Mr. Wright in the shining armor? When is he going to show up? So I thought somebody out there might be helped. I, I'm not judging you. I'm not um, trying to prove I have the answers or all the answers. But you can, I can say confidently, I do have some answers. I know we have list, and sometimes you have the ideal list or specs. Probably some of this list or ideal list or specs has been there since you were 18. You know exactly the kind of man you're looking for or the exactly the kind of woman you're looking for. But then it becomes very difficult when it looks as if that person is not showing up. And so I decided that, you know what, I'm going to try and um, figure this out. As you know, I'm a church girl. I've been a Christian since I was 1920. So 19, yeah, I was 19. So I'm not trying to knock you or judge you. What I'm trying to do is to help make some things a little bit clearer. And so I thought that maybe there are unrealistic expectations about marriage. Or maybe the real wife of Toronto or Beverly Hills or New York or Hollywood has become the standard. Yeah, it's easy to blame Hollywood or Nollywood or Bollywood. But the question is, really? Let's be sincere here. Let's be very sincere. Where is your dating or marriage tutorials coming from? Or better still, where should it come from? Definitely not Nollywood, not Hollywood, and not Bollywood. Or the real wives, the real 
housewives of Toronto or the real housewives of Beverly Hills or New York. No, it shouldn't come from there. So where should it come from? I'm talking about why your dating life is not moving. It's stagnant in a way. So why? But then you need to figure out first and foremost, what should be the standard? And I'm sure you're asking that question in yourself. What exactly should be the standard? It looks like every standard concerning relationship, concerning you getting um, into courtship or into dating has been broken. You're asking, where are the men? And you're asking if it's a man, where are the decent girls? I'm happy that you did ask. And I'm happy that you're thinking on the same line as I am. Let me answer the first question. Your standard should be the Bible, regardless of what the world is dictating. The world is not our standard. The world is not to dictate to us how we ought to live. We are the standard for the world. This standard called the Bible has gotten a whole lot of us on the covenant lane of marriage. Like I said, it's just maybe. This episode is just maybe I can help a sister out there. So, five reasons why you don't have a date life, not to talk of getting married. Number one, maybe you're waiting for that ideal list or the spec that you've written out. Yeah, I know. I know in different singles arena, you get to oh, write your list, present it to God. Yes. But sometimes those lists can be a distraction. You will not necessarily hear an audible voice saying, Thus said the Lord, ye shall be your husband or your wife. You will not hear that. Most people don't. However, there is the witness of the Spirit as you continue to be in tune with God. There's a way, a particular way that you hear the voice of God. There is a way that you make decisions. Those are true and tried ways in which you hear God. For a major decision like this of who your husband is going to be, you are probably not Go to hear God in another way. God knows that this is a familiar route to you and you probably hear him in that same way. And a way that you hear God is just very simple. By the witness of your spirit, while you're reading your Bible, it could speak to you through a book. It could speak to you through a matured Christian. So let's go into the word of God. Genesis 24, verse 4 to 8. And you know, the, you know the whole story in the book of Genesis where he talks about um, Abraham asking his most trusted servant to go get his 
son a wife. So he said he gave him specific location where to get that wife. Genesis 24 verse 4 to 8. He said, go instead to the house, to the homeland, to my relatives. Find a wife there for my husband. Very specific. What that means is to my homeland. Go to my people. To my relatives. Go find a wife. It says, don't look for a wife amongst the Canaanites who were not believers. So in our own terms, we could say, go into where you will find believers and get a wife for my husband, for my, for my, for my son, not in the clubhouse. Clubhouse will be amongst the Canaanites. And he said, don't go there. The servant asked the question in the verse 5. He says, what if I don't find a young woman who is willing to travel so far from home? Should I take Isaac there? What if I don't find a young man? That, that means, what that means in our own context as a single woman or a single man is what if you don't find someone who is ready to be a believer? Someone who is a believer and ready to live the life of a believer. The Bible says very clearly, do not be unequally yoked. Marrying an unbeliever is unequally yoked. That is very clear. So I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about marrying a believer. So he says, take someone that is ready to live by the Christian tenets of marriage. That's what that verse is saying in our context. And because Abraham said, don't take my son. Don't take my son there. Don't take my son there. Let the person come here. And how will I know when, I, when you meet, how would you know, that's to the servant, when you meet that person, that person will be willing to come with you. Because the God that Abraham serves, the angels will go ahead of the servant. That was the assurance that Abraham gave that servant. So based on that scripture, I've given you the first reason. You're waiting for an ideal list, an ideal spec. Remember, the leading of the spirit, which you're familiar with, that's the same way that God will lead you. Go into the place of prayer. The second reason why you are not dating or your dating life is non-existence is because you are always getting into a casual relationship that has no intention or is not going anywhere. What do I mean by this? Let's imagine that you have friends and this particular one person has been friends with you for almost five months, enjoying your company without any form of commitment. He has not said anything. It just comes and he enjoys. And this is the fifth month of you just um, going for coffee, going to 
movies and all that, but no commitment at all. Remember, the end of whatever it is that you want to get into has to be stated from the very beginning. If someone wants to go out with you or have a date with you, the end must be very clear. What exactly are your intentions? You don't ask that question if you're a lady directly. You don't ask on the first date. But then, first date, second. Third, nothing is being said. You need to pull back and be a little bit scarce. You're not easily available. Don't enter a casual relationship that is not going anywhere. You need to ask if you're a lady, not directly, like I said, but the gentleman has to have an intention. Don't continue in what I've termed, we are just friends syndrome. I remember when I met my husband, I'd been praying for a while and I was ready for God to do what he had to do. Because at the end of the day, it is God that does, you know, that brings the right person to you. When I met him, of course, I didn't know that he was the one. So I went back to God in the place of prayer, as my practice was for every person that I met during that period, because I was ready to get married. And I did not hear anything. But then I continued in the normal process of you getting into um, a relationship. And I will tell you that. That is my reason three. Why you are just not getting any dates or your dates. Dating life is stagnated. Number three, the signal you give the man is that you're flirting with the man or you're flirting with the woman. The signal you're giving the person, which is my reason number three, is flirting and I'm open for sex. That is the signal. Sex before marriage is a no, no, no. It's a no, no, no. It doesn't get you anywhere. So instead of you getting into a proper relationship cycle, you tend to short-circuit the cycle. The cycle is, as Genesis 24, and you can go back and read that, the first thing the servant did was that the servant observed Rebecca observed Rebecca. So the first thing is observation. You need to observe that person. You go out for coffee, you go out for tea, you get into a friendship, but it shouldn't last five months. So the question is, how long should this friendship last? It should, it should be as short as it gets. If a man comes to you and if after first date, second date is not saying anything, you need to distance yourself. The second part of the relationship cycle is courtship or the dating itself. You should not be friends for five months without the man saying anything. The third thing is proposal. 
and then marriage. That is the relationship cycle. If that does not follow, and instead of observation, you have sex, <laughs> what you find out is because that cycle is being short-circuited, then it does not lead to your desire, which is marriage. A man that tells you that without having sex with you, that if he doesn't have sex with you, he's not ready to commit, let him go. Another one will come. Number four. The signal you give most times is you're settling for hangouts and hookups. Hmm? What do I mean by that? You see, hangouts for young adults is common. But if it's just hangout with your friends, and you have to do that because it's in the midst of that that you're going to find someone that is interested in you. But if you're having hangouts, which means spending undetermined, purposeless time with different groups of people without having any form of purpose of why you're having that hangout is a waste of time. Another one is hookups. Hookups is no string attached sex, having sex outside of marriage. It's a no, no, no. And a lot of hookups that young adults, especially um, of marriageable age, have had has made a lot of us broken, totally broken. And so you're not whole anymore because you've given, you've hooked up with this person, with that person, and you've left a pieces of yourself with different people. But then you ask me the question, if you're a lady, why are guys not asking girls out? Why are they not dating? I'll give you three straight reasons. Number one, only a man can date. Boys don't date. So for most part, the men, in quotes, they're not macho. They're boys. And I'll tell you the reason. But number two, most part, they are busy with their toys, with their cars, with their video games, and so they don't have a social life. And when they get out, even into a social life, they're very awkward. Number three is rejection. They've gone to girl A, they've been rejected. Girl B, they've been rejected. And it goes on like that. And so because of that rejection, they get into their shell. Instead of you caving in, guys, if you're listening, get a, a, a way, like a mentor or something, to learn how to go about this, how to man up. Girls are interested in men. Ladies are interested in men, not in boys. A man 
shall leave his father and his mother and he shall be joined to his wife. Not a boy shall run away. And so, for most part, the, the men have, um, um, they have like insecurities. And so it's difficult to approach the girls. And sometimes for the girls, when they approach them, the expectations of the, girl are, of the girls are so high up there, way out there in the sky. You need to understand what you want and be intentional about what you want. Number five. It's difficult to get into a date or to get a guy to commit to dating you because you are playing house. You're playing house without a ring. You're playing wifey without a ring. You've moved into the house just be even before he says Jack Robinson. You're cooking for him, buying groceries. You're keeping house without a ring. A ring in your hand makes you a wife. If you're keeping house without a ring, you're an house help or a maid. Only a wife gets a ring. A maid does not. If your intention is to get married or to get into, um, you got into a, a relationship with a guy and you want to get married, but then you are keeping house without him committing to you in any shape or form, is as good as a glorified maid. That concludes this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so grateful you stopped by. Please subscribe to this podcast. Share with your circle of joy. Become a part of my inner circle. Join my mailing list and you can check me out on my website, talkbyakishiku.com. I would also love to interact with you on my social media. My handle is Topsy Akisekul. Until next time, always remember, live life to the fullest.